2SM, Sydney weather. Partly cloudy with light winds and the chance of fog in the west. We're heading for top temperatures of 22 in the city, 24 in the west. Looking further ahead, cloudy with showers tomorrow, Monday and Tuesday. At the moment in the city it's 15, in Bankstown 13 and Richmond 12. That's the latest 2SM News. I'm Tassara Brown. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide, five and a half after five at the moment. Until midnight tonight, they tell us at the Bureau of Meteorology, north to northwesterly winds, 10 to 15 knots becoming variable, 10 knots in the morning, then becoming south to southeasterly, uh, 10 to 15. Does it just sound like a, gentlemen, does it just sound like I've read the wind's going to be coming from every direction on the compass at some sort of speed? That's the one, yes. Yeah, so, yeah something like that. Uh, the swell should be uh, southerly, 1 to 1.5, decreasing to around 1 metre in the evening. Seas below 1 metre and it should be partly cloudy. Al, did you hear that? Yes. Should be. Should be. Well, No it's guarantees forecast. on that, eh? No, it's a forecast. Funny that, it's the weather. <laughs> You can, but they can tell you exactly what's going to happen in a hundred years. Mm. Exactly mm. how much tide, water's going to rise, what's going to happen, what's going on. Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. How Here many times has the world been going to end? Well, it depends who you speak to. If you speak to ex vice presidents of the USA and things like that, it was going to end by twenty twenty, wasn't it? It was all going to be over. Is that what Al Gore said? Yes, he did. Really, twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. that means that's why they're taxing us. Mm. But they they fly everywhere in their private jets to go and tell people about it. Yeah. I tell you you how you could get rid of half of the emissions in the world in one foul swoop. I could become a tender field tiddler. Yeah, hang on. What's Grant going to say? A bit of information. Synchronise the bloody traffic lights at 3 o'clock in the morning. Would be a start. <laughs> be a push bike rider. Don't care about yeah, traffic. That's an idea. Yeah, I'm getting a lycra and I'm getting a push bike. I may need a gun. <laughs> I know with Tenderfield firearms. Tenderfield firearms. Can you recommend it, Stevie? Good morning. I, I can recommend it. We're not 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 uh, for my purpose though. Just yet. We're, we're still uh, in the process of building the, the premises and so forth. But we're, we're um, you know, we've got a bit of stuff online and, and so forth. And we're, we're slowly getting there and. You know, it's 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 a work in progress, but hopefully by the end of the month we're, um, you know, operating at near full capacity. But I was hoping that last month. So you know, problem is you know just getting tradesmen and things like that. It's it's difficult. Uh, you know, at any time of year in Tenerfield, but uh, for some reason at the moment we're we're having uh, more difficulties than we we thought we would. But uh, things are, are progressing. I was down in Ballina during the week picking up, uh, you know. Roller doors and other bits and pieces, and um, we got bollards orders, and they came in and things like that. So it's, everything's here, ready to go. It's just putting it all together and assembling it, and then, uh, yeah, it's slowly, slowly catchy monkey. But uh, listening to that uh, news, it's it's pretty depressing stuff. Like there's there's no exciting uh, things happening. There's never any good news. So. Um, I think fishing is definitely the answer this weekend to get away from our troubles because that was some depressing listening. Yeah. Um, in terms of what's available, yeah, with that wind like that, you, um, yeah, 
it's, it's one of those things. Usually you can find somewhere out of the wind, but if the wind's going to be a bit cheeky and, and keep, uh, you know, circling around on you, it, it does make things a bit of a challenge. Closer to Sydney, places like Cowan and, and uh, you know, those, those sort of gorge areas are really, really good. Uh, you know, those, those really sunken valleys uh, are quite good because usually the wind will whistle over the top, you know, and you, you might, um, you know, be able to find somewhere that's, Got a nice little protected flat for the morning, and then you know if you haven't bagged out by then, you can scoot over to the other side and, and fish there. Um, the problem is, of course, that the water is really cold, and the clarity, uh, as I said last week, is really, really up there. It's just pristine water, so you want to drop down, you know, in leader size. Make sure that that hook is, you know concealed reasonably well in the bait, making sure that the point is out. And just go that extra little uh, step of, of um, you know, being a little bit more finessey. And um, I think you should do all right with uh, even, you know, flathead and brim are still going to be poking around those uh, flats and uh, drop-offs and things like that. You know, there's options for you that they are going to still want to be eating. So, uh, yeah, but other than that, you know, the, the the wind pushing around like that is is a challenge for for any open sort of waters uh, are going to be a, a bit of a problem. Dams and things like that, you know, it's going to be a challenge. And uh, you know, I certainly wouldn't want to be fly fishing or anything like that on a day like today. It's just going to be a nightmare. So, um, you know, think about where you can fish. Uh, and, and uh, go from there, you know, working out places that you can get out of the wind from both directions, you know, and, and those sort of narrow uh, sort of river systems are really good for that. Yeah, other than that, it's, uh, as I say, a case of, of, you know, fishing smarter and, uh, and indeed harder. Yeah. At the moment, you know, it's it's uh, the fish are there to be caught. It's just, you know, there's a, a bit more of a challenge to it. But uh, if it was easy, you know, everybody would be doing it. Yeah, isn't everybody doing it now? Well, it should be. <laughs> it's not not catching as many. That's the difference, right? That's that's it. Look, but they they are definitely, you know, there's fish around, and I've I've uh, got a few reports during the week of, of some really nice bags of fish uh, being caught on places like the Central Coast and things like that. So, yeah, there, there's, there are people getting out there and getting amongst it. Um, and uh, why not you? Get, a, get in there too. And, um, you know, with the sea conditions the way they are, not too bad, you know, in terms of uh, waves and things. Potentially, there's, there's uh, you know, rock fishing opportunities and things like that to, to target those drummer and things like that. It's uh, going to be reasonably safe, again, as long as you can um, find somewhere where the wind's going to be at your back because casting those little uh, lightly weighed boy and field prawn baits and things like that is uh, a bit of a challenge if you've got the wind uh, pushing into your face. Okay. Yeah, they're my options for today. Um, Freshwater-wise, you know, look, as things are 
settling down a bit on the uh, freshwater front just because things are quite cold at the moment. Um, up here in Tennerfield, you know, we, we've had the fire going every night for the last uh, couple of weeks, so it's, it's roaring through my wood supply. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the frosts have been pretty uh, pretty solid most mornings. The last couple of mornings haven't been too bad, um, but they're burning off by you know that sort of eight o'clock mark. The frosts are gone, and it's They've just been cracking beautiful, clear days and so forth. It's just been magic in terms of the days that we've been having. The evenings and the mornings have been brisk. There's no other way to put it. Yeah, yeah, we've got the Volunteer Expo in Tenerfield here today, so I'm going down and manning the stall for the uh, Tenerfield Show Society. Uh, Last time I went to the Show Society AGM, they, they roped me into... You know, being in charge of the gates on the uh, show days next year. So that's going to be interesting. <laughs> so I don't know quite what's involved there, but uh, in terms of, of getting the, the the gates covered, you know, because I know myself, I uh, usually don't pay to get in. So, um, you know, I've usually got a stall and things like that. But uh, I know that uh, we're, we're looking at um, having a, a big show in 2023, so and it's going to be on the Australia Day long weekend. So it's, it's going to be on for young and old next year. So covering those gates is, is going to be important. So I'm going to be looking for volunteers at the, the show, um, at the volunteer day at the, the Tennerfield Showgrounds this weekend. And, Quick uh, question for you. Yeah? What is the legendary song that was recorded and sung by Peter Allen, I think? Yeah, Tenderfield Saddler or a That's the one. Australia Home or yep, a the Tenderfield or... Ta- Saddler. Yeah. Yeah. So that's still for sale as far as I'm aware at the moment, the Tenderfield Saddler. I don't think they've got a buyer for it yet. But um, it's one of those things I sort of looked at the price and went, mm, I don't know about that. It seems a little bit excessive. But, um, well, that's anyway. why it's still there. Good luck to them. They'll probably um, get a buyer of some description. You know, and, um, you know, people are always there. Like you, you sort of, every time you drive past it, there are people getting photos out the front and so forth. So, yeah, I, I sort of smile and nod, you know. But, uh, it's been good. Like, this winter we've had so many people up doing, you know, photos with the autumn leaves and things like that. It, it's been, uh, we're not even in winter yet, but... Uh, yeah, she's, oh, we yes, are. we are. We're in winter. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. We are in winter now properly. But it's, it's um, yes, uh, probably will be colder this morning, I would okay. imagine. No worries, Steve. We're in winter. I better let you guys go. Okay. Thanks for that, I'll Steve. Have Bye-bye. a great day. Bye. 16 minutes after five here on High Tide. When you turn 50, you need to take a few extra steps to look after your health. One of those steps is screening for bowel cancer. If you're aged between 50 and 74, the government will send you a free bowel cancer screening test every two years. Because if detected early, bowel cancer can be successfully treated in more than 90% of cases. So do the test when it comes in the post. Find out more at dothetest.com.au. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. 
From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au Got a boat or a jet ski? How good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you. Go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TMD. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Room View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measure and quote. Hi, I'm Graham Hughes. If you need help managing arthritis, do as I did and try Arborvitae Joint Health. After I finished my football career, old injuries meant my life was full of aches and pains. That was until I discovered Arborvitae Joint Health. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms do persist, consult your healthcare professional. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone 1300-879-863. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM. 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. At 19 after 5, Mudgee at the moment, it's 8 degrees, heading for a top of 20. 22 in Parks, Dubbo 23. 10 there at the moment in Varel, 8 to 20 degrees. And we are standing by for John Karakasanis to join us. We've got racing at Eagle Farm today. It is Oaks Day up there. Big controversy during the week, gentlemen. Why? What happened? Fireburn for Gary Patelli was an absolute yes, certainty to take out the uh, Queensland Oaks and was scratched in by order of veterinary stewards because it appeared lame. The next day they took a look at the horse and the horse was absolutely fine. So, Oops. You said it was the action of the horse? Mm, uh, I can't. I, I'm not going to go into detail because I might get it wrong and I don't want to do that. But it's... There's a, there's a line where they have to do the the vet checks, right? And if well, they, it appears the vets that way, come to it the stables now. Way. Prior to the horses racing, say again. The vets turn up at the yes. stables, yes, and yes. you know the horse just has an action. 
You know, he'd been worked and he'd just come back with that action, but, you know. Yeah, but the vet has to go by what he sees today, exactly. right? Exactly. He can't go by yeah. what he thinks going to happen yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, well, you know, if I'm sore. But nonetheless, Fireburn, uh, not going to be out there. So, Affair de Suare is probably a really good chance for Kiramara and David Eustace, I would think. $4.60, that's just a thought, not so much a tip. Just a thought. Well, let's go to JK. We'll find out the actual. He's got a better better hope than me. Good morning, John. Morning. How are we? Not We're too good. bad. Well, First of all, congratulations. Oh, mate. We're only as good as last week. That's exactly right, but I didn't want to say that. Yeah, but you hoodoo's back this week. Yeah, they're blaming me. They reckon if I'm not here, you do well. If I'm here, you don't. Every, every now and then we get a couple of winners. Yes, no, uh, t- today's going to be short and sweet. I only like one in Brisbane and yeah. one in Sydney. Go for it. Yeah, the one at Rose Hill is uh, race five, number one, Grabini. Grabini, yep. Yeah. Uh, race five, number one. Yep. Yeah. Grabini for uh, Alexiu and Ryan. Ryan, his yep. mate. All right, yes. Last start winner like at the, the farm. I like the bloke's la- uh, next name, Kieran McAvoy. <laughs> Kieran McAvoy, yep. And the one in Brisbane is in the Oaks. Yeah. Yep. Affair Assure. Affair Assure. Race eight, Which means one. case to follow in French. Number two, Al. Oh, uh, well. You know, oh, David, two, sorry, David, yeah. Eustace, David Eustace knows how to pronounce it absolutely perfectly, but he doesn't know what it means. Because <laughs> number one's been scratched. Yeah, Fireburn's out. Yeah, yeah. Fireburn came out the other morning. Um, never mind. I don't think Fireburn would have beaten this, this little girl anyway. Well, that's interesting, Carrots, because while... Uh, you're having a chat with Brendan. I I said exactly the same thing at four dollars forty. The Ma used to. Yeah, she, uh, she should be the favourite. Yeah. No risk. Yeah, I, I think it's got a really good chance. Renaissance Woman is the uh, favourite for Bjorn Baker at three dollars seventy at the moment, Ow. and four dollars forty for. There's the problem. What? Oh, he's been on the program for about four months, and now he's the guru advisor. Carrots. No, 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 no. You know, when you and I go to mention anything, he says, Hey, why am I here, Kieran? Who's the tipster? Mr. John oh, Karakatanis. Well, yeah, well, mate, mate, you could lose my number if you want. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the very simple thing, the, the, see, I don't even need to fight with him, Carrots, on that one. All I need to do is show him the balance in my tab account. He'll know that I'm mate, not a very good mate, tipper. He's, he's got. Nothing to stand on, Karen. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. His ah, no, we won't go there. I oh, look. There, there, there is another one. Um, there is another one in race one at Rose Hill. It's in the highway. Oh, do tell. <clears throat> so maybe not yeah. so much a tip, more a spec. The young trainer was in the coffee shop with me yesterday. He's, he's down from uh, Ballina. Ethan Ensby's horse. It's had two starts for two wins. The only drawback is it's uh, got a very wide barrier, but it, it's it's called something Vortex. So, race one. Race one at Rose Hill. Yeah. No, no. It's called something Vortex. 
I think. No, no, uh, no race, race two, two number, number 10, ten, maximum vortex. Yeah, Eddie Ensby. Ensby. That's the one. Two and starts, Fred, two wins. Fred, Fred Frevel's riding it. Down from uh, Mickey Beatty's territory in Grafton. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's had two starts up there for two wins, but it's you should be the replays of its wins in the shop yesterday, and geez, it goes quick and it wins by far. So uh, it might be worth uh, a little twenty twenty dollar on it. And the and the steerer, I. From memory, I think, is uh, a relative of Jimmy Cassidy's. Brett Preble? Yeah. No, he's not, mate. He's not? Isn't he married to Jimmy's daughter? No, that's um, Zach Burton, mate. Ah, Zach Burton. Thank you. He knew it was a jockey. Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Just just take her Alzheimer's for the nursing home. (laughs) You'll be right, He's got no comeback for that, Carrots. He'll be right. Yeah, no, um, Jimmy He's going to live as long daughter. as me yet. <laughs> Jim Cassidy's daughter, Nicole, is married to Zach Burton. We will pop those up on the Facebook page. Congratulations for last week and good luck for this one. Yeah, well done. No worries, guys. Have a good one. Okay. John. See you, John. Caracas See you, I get me, mate, Jimmy Cassidy, you mentioned. Why? Because he's my mate. Like based based on what? If if I went up to Jimmy and said, "Hey, do you know Kieran Ruggie?" What would he say? Yeah, he owes me ten, probably <laughs> more. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty six after five. Imitators come and go, but there is only one John Laws. Uh, he had a one dollar note. He held it up and he said to everybody, "Yes, everyone remember this." And everyone's gone, "Yes." Uh, he said, "See, on one side there's a nice Aboriginal heart. The other side's Captain Cook." And then he just scrunched it up, threw it back in the crowd, and said, "That's what we think of Captain Cook." I thought that was a bit uh, a bit radical. If Albanese doesn't pull his head out of the sand and make it a two-question referendum, I think it's doomed to fail, which is going to be really bad. Then Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders still don't get recognition in the federal constitution. And the show is not censored, and the show will never be censored, no matter what. It's the only open forum anywhere on, on the radio waves that all of us can have a say, and you give everyone a fair go. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgrouppranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. If your strata complex unit or your commercial building is in need of repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists with more than 70 years of combined industry experience. For waterproofing, concrete cancer repairs, facade or cladding replacement, structural repairs, upgrades to electrical and fire services and improving accessibility, you go to networkconstructionservices.com.au or you can phone Steve on 98 08 56 73. 
Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535-100. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all, connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. This is 2SM. Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 29 after 5 here on High Tide. Time to do a little bit of trucking. Get trucked. Trucking. It's very quiet for a truck. It is. PJ, good morning. No? No, PJ? I push it a button. You push it a button? I push it a button, but I'm not talking. Check from there, Al. Has yeah. you got the right buttons there? <laughs> yes, there's only one button there. It's on the right arrow. BJ. No. Ah, he's out doing something because he'd hear it of noise in the background. You there, PJ? Hey, mate. Yep, what's happening? Oh, I just stopped at the uh, radio to get a cup of coffee and have a comfort stop. A comfort stop? Oh, that's yeah. good. How's the weather up there? Cold. <laughs> I bet it is. Yeah, I haven't put long pants on this week, but yeah, got a bit of a couple of spots of rain here and there. Yeah, oh. been too bad. You had a fish this uh, week? Yeah, we had a couple actually. We've um, we've done pretty well. We've um, I went out with Benny Pike, and uh, we got out to the deep drop. We didn't get any bar cod. Got a nice gem fish. Um, got six kings, the Samson fish. Um, what else did we get? We got uh, some nanny guy, and I got a thing called a long thin big eye, a long thin bull's eye. Yeah, I'm sure as hell won't be giving them away. The teeth are nice. No, oh, okay. Yeah, no, really nice. And uh, so that was, you know, that was in uh, you know 180 foot of water and places like that. So that's in the cod family. Meters, sorry, that's in the cod family. That long What's thing, that? big eye. No, it's crossed between the Alfonso and the nanny guy. Nanny guy, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what happened with that one. And then, um, yeah, so we've done all right there. Um, Samson fish, uh, that was a good fish. And that was all using the electrics too, so. There must be plenty of fish out there at the ocean because Melinda Baby went out with, with Laurie, Laurie McAnally. yeah. And they've got a, a bucket load. Good. Yeah, well, the, yeah, well, the currents have been pretty good. But, you know, the hump like hollows in, uh, in full scream already. And yeah. um, saw, um, saw a really big um, oceanic whale. You don't normally see them, so... Yeah, I saw one of them out there. Um, just He was on the back of a pot of, hump, uh, pot of humpbacks, but 
Pretty good. Just hang on a sec there, will you? Yeah. A sec. We'll just chalk yeah. it amongst ourselves. We could do that. He actually right. had a very busy day yesterday. Did he? PJ he was out on the road for long, long hours, but when he got home, hey there was a whole he's stack back. of pro lures sitting there for him, so he's not in a bad mood. Are you, PJ? You're in a good mood. I'm really good now because I just ordered my coffee and then. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So on on that segue there, Grant. The um, yeah, I got home and there's a huge. Um, I put an order in uh, with Pro Lua, so I've got a, some of those new X Tough um, Pro Minnows. Um, they look the goods. They'll, they'll be worked out in the deep water, in the, down for kingies and snapper, and then the uh, the um, the um, fish tail, soft plastics, uh, they'll work really well on the dew and that. So I've got a whole supply there, but the ultra guard, that's the thing that I'm really looking at throwing a tail and kingies. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, as usual, the pro lures come to the, come to the party. I got really depressed on. when I saw them, PJ, because the lures were bigger than the fish I caught the other day. <laughs> uh, well, if you want big fish, use big baits. Ah. His problem is he fishes. What would at I catch with Al? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? He fishes at the toy shop. Ah, uh, well, you know, you've got to go to the big boy toys, Grant. Hmm. Um, there's some good tail on the beach. I went down there to throw the other morning. You might have seen a picture up there. Yep. There's some good, good tailor out there, and um, not a lot of brim about. That, that was a problem fishing with gang hooks. It was a trade off, do I? Go down to single hooks and get bitten off by the tailor using half pillies, or do I hope that the brim are big enough to take a 7 0 gang hook? So, but, uh, yeah, I caught a few tailor and uh, there's a couple of small salmon about there too, come, come to the fore. But no, really looking forward to uh, getting out next week and putting some of those pro lures to the, to the test because, like, we're going to come into Peak Snapper and Pearl Perch time, and those things down just wafting around on the bottom, bouncing off the rod tip. They're, they're just going to put so much action into that soft uh, soft plastic that um, the guys at Pralua, they just do the design so well and they're, they're the lures do the job. Okay. So in a nutshell, what do you want to talk about tomorrow? Whatever you'd like. Give us a cooking tip for tomorrow. A what, sorry? Cook. Cooking. Oh, you can do that. Yeah. What did you cook during the week? <clears throat> what didn't I cook? We ate three feeds of fish. How did you do? They, how did you do them? So I'm just I'm just trying to work out a menu here that we can go uh, through. Well, some were some were um, deep fried and batter, some were pan fried in seasoned flour, and the others were grilled. So pretty basic, really. Grill? Okay. Well, can we do the grilled? Yeah, we can do that. Just for my educational purposes. <laughs> oh, that'll take a lifetime. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one. Uh, it's just pick on Boydo Day today, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, what's that? It's pick on Boydo Day today. Isn't that every day? Yeah, pretty much. That's it. <laughs> uh, we've had a lot from the picking on Kieran, so. Yeah. yeah. I, I always think to myself, if they're, they're not picking on you, you've upset them. Well, this is right. You know, if you're not upsetting somebody, you're not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like Linda says, I've only got two faults. She says, I don't listen and something or else. Like, yeah, so you can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, I'll tell you what, I just stepped outside. It's cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back out to the truck. Well, you get in there and stay warm, my friend. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Safe driving, Pete. See you, Pete. No See you, Pete. Now, while we're up north, what about Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle? Let's Salamander go. Way, Salamander Bay, up to Coles Express Service Station, 498 
Let's Correct. Say, let's say hello. Happy Saturday, fellows. Good to hear you this morning. I'm sure Ben's posted the race tips on um, on the Facebook page already, so I'm sure, uh, fingers crossed, they'll be lucky and we can all be billionaires after this weekend. And we'll find out the results tomorrow. And I think you did pretty well last weekend, if Tony tells me uh, the truth there. You've got some winners up. So weather conditions for this weekend meant to be spectacular, actually. Well, they are pretty good. Friday into Saturday, you've got slight speeds. Um, reasonably light winds, uh, mid twenties and then uh, or low low twenties in temperature. You've got um, a southern chain come on Sunday who cares and go fishing today. Um, look, I think uh, this week's been pretty good for the blackfish off the main break wall. Um, change of tides the way to go in the morning on the outside. When you get to the afternoon, maybe up around the patrol bed on the inside might be the way to go there. But even I went fishing this week down on the beach. They've opened broomy up for driving. It's a really nice brim. Um, and they were there in numbers. So um, I just had dirty old mullets and had the frosted mullet and in cubes, and that did the job. Um, you could take a variety of baits. You could try some pippies down there. Try and have a big point, not so much this time of year. So really try the crustaceans, yabbies, pippies, um, all the mullets working. So also Samurai was producing Brim and Taylor. Old Scully was getting some really nice brim down there this morning as well as we got a uh, 56 centimetre, a 54 centimetre Taylor or something like that. Um, on one of these old beach rigs. So you don't often get as big a fish on a single hook just as a bycatch video using mullet cubes. And uh, you know what, they're a big fish. So if you like your tailor, they don't lend themselves rather well to smoking. So might be worth having a crack at those even if I put a pilchard on a gang hook. Um, but they're brilliant there and they're a second good mix. So all open beaches would be worth a crack, I'd say. Um, blackfish I've mentioned. The guys in the boats haven't been getting too many reports this week, but um, the Prince from Shell Bay, he went out Earlier on in the week when the weather was all right, getting some flathead over at um, the shortcut over there. Um, look, this weekend you could try outside. The V, the 21, we saw rose worth a crack for some small reds. Around um, Spingle Island there and the washes for reds as well. Some nice drummer being taken off the rocks at Big Rocky and Little Rocky around there. Also Snapper Point. Um, time of the year to get the lobster traps in there too. Don't forget the old lobsters in winter. Um, and we've just moved in the winter, of course, but um, that's the time of year to get those traps down. So they fundamentally put them at the, um, <coughs> at the southern uh, facing headland of Yakabar, which is, sorry, Yakabar is the northern facing headland of the port, but they, on the southern face, that's where you'll see those traps as you go out. So it's worth having a crack down there. But anywhere that the lobster traps, you see other traps, it's worth having, getting one down there. Um, I heard some reports of some blue swimmers, Crab Bulls Island, also up around Shag Island, and they had pretty good meat content as well. Um, look, if you just, just want to take the kids for a fish or just get out of the house for an hour and not have to think about all the detailed stuff and you want to go during the day, look, don't walk behind Bannister's Hotel there. It's always worth a crack. Always go for lunch if you want to go to on afterwards. Um, Pearson Park Wharf up there, always worth a try too. Safe for the kids, both those locations. Plenty of bait fish around. As is Shell Bay Wharf, which is obviously the country club down there at Shell Bay. So interesting how they put all the wharfs next to the pubs. I don't know if that's a thing. A years ago, they put all the police stations next to the pubs too. So I don't know. Could be a, a correlation here. I'm not sure. Um, plenty of tail around. So I'll be targeting the winter species this weekend as we moved in the winter. Drama, Blackfish, Brim and Taylor. And I think you'll be in uh, a good weekend fishing or a good Saturday fishing anyway. And hopefully get a feed of fish uh, for the rest of the weekend. And hopefully that suddenly change doesn't do that much on Sunday. Have a great Saturday, chaps, and we'll talk to you guys again in the morning. Bye for now. Good on you, Matt. And yes, we have got the uh, have got the race tips up. Matt from Salamander Bait and Tackle, Duff uh, Salamander Bait and Tackle, Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle, Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, Coles Express Service Station, four nine eight two zero seven double one. And don't forget to get oh. your car wash there as well. We didn't and there's get, a bottle shop next door too. We didn't get the diesel prices from him. <laughs> <laughs>
No, we should have done that. Mm. It's all right, doesn't matter. Mm. We're going to take a quick break on the other side of this. We're going to come back and we're going to catch up with the second part of our chat with Michelle Lee. For those that uh, don't remember, she rode. She paddled across the... <laughs> yeah, she rode. Paddled. <laughs> she rode from Mexico to Queensland. Yeah, you know the best part about this interview is that she done all this unassisted. Yeah, totally. Well, totally. you don't get a record well, otherwise. She had phone contact with people, but she was out there on her own. Five hurricanes and three cyclones she faced. Five hurricanes and three cyclones during her was voyage. It was U.S. Navy, just or like Air being Force married. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what 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 I what I didn't know when I chatted with her, what I didn't know was in the lead up to her tour. Right, so they do a, obviously a mad, mad fitness uh, uh, regime, and it's all about core strength and building up, you know, uh, your muscles to a sustainable level, so that when you go out and you're you're rowing, it's it's like nothing. But in the lead up to it, because you lose so much weight when you're on board, she had to put on ten kilos before she was allowed to leave. Imagine that two weeks. Imagine how Happy good days. that would be. Happy days. We'll find out more right after this break. Two SM. Off to a good start inside the Pacific Highway exit at Warunga, southbound direction. No delays or issues. The M5, M7 interchange in all directions, all clear. Miller, Hoxham Park Road, Joadja Road, Emergency Roadworks uh, continuing their eastbound, taking out lane one at the moment. The 40 weeks end of financial year sale is on with up to 50% off store wide, plus an extra 10% off a huge range, limited time only, exclusions and T's and C's apply. I'm Sylvia, latest traffic on 2SM 1269. If you like golf, you'll love of Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club at Ludnam. Located just 45 minutes west of the Sydney CBD and 15 minutes from Parramatta and Penrith, Twin Creeks boasts an immaculate and challenging 18-hole par 72 championship layout. To book in for a game you'll really enjoy, go to the website twincreeksgolf.com.au or call the friendly, helpful staff at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670 9670-8888. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 66 71 359.
Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. Breakfast with Richard King. Call Richard now. 13 12 69. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Well, last week on the program, we brought you part one of our chat with rower Michelle Lee, who's just completed a row from Mexico to Australia. Here is part two. And I started off by asking her, how on earth do you provision for that longer trip? I mean, how many days worth of food do you take? Uh, I actually went out with 360. So I went out with a year's worth and um, I, um, you know, some things I over provisioned on and others I would grossly underestimated how many snacks and chocolate I would need. (laughs) That was a little bit devastating on day, you know, 140 when you're like, this is the last Mars bar on board. And I'm like, you know, surely there's another hat (laughs) dash somewhere, but no, there was not. So yeah, provisioning was definitely a challenge and um, all of my meals had to be purposely repackaged thanks to um, Campus Pantry that did all my dehydrated meals. So rather than doing one individual meal per packet, we were putting, you know, six and eight meals in one packet so that we could reduce the amount of packaging um, because it takes up a lot of space on board. It really yeah, does. Yeah, I could well um, imagine. And, I mean, what I saw from a photograph I, I saw, I saw baked beans, Mars bars and outdated coconut milk. So I'm thinking this lady's a cheap date. <laughs> Like, well, obviously the cuisine was better than that, yeah? Um, no, actually, they're, they're quite highlight moments. <laughs> I opened that coconut water. That was like, oh, how good is this? And then I looked at the date and it's like, yeah, it's past its UBD, but, hey, it was still so great. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Now, I, I have half an idea that you're planning to be involved in the City to Hobart this year. Where, where is that at? Yeah, so um, we just met last week, or I just met the crew last week down at the um, Keys Marina, and I'll be sailing on board the 47-foot um, Sydney. It's it's a Sydney, and it is uh, crewed by 12, so I've been lucky enough to be taken on board because I'm not a sailor, so I literally have to learn the ropes and, um, uh, you know, Put in, put in the hard yards. I said to them, you know, I want to be a competent sailor when I'm finished this, not just someone that's pulling on a rope because you've told me to grab that. I actually want to know what I'm doing. I want to know how to, you know, make this vessel move and um, because you just don't know, you know, that opens other doors and also it gives me more opportunities. I might want to sail across the uh, Atlantic in one of the little 5.80s by Don McIntyre. <laughs> little race across the Atlantic in these great little boats, little kit boats. So, you know, this is the thing, you know, one thing leads to another always. And um, I've been, like I said, lucky enough to be taken in by this experienced crew and, um, you know, I'll, I'll learn a lot from them. So I'm excited. 
Have you always had this adventurous spirit, Michelle? Oh, yeah, I would say I have. I just, my thing is, I just say yes. And then I think, oh, oh dear, I have to work out the details now. How am I going to make that happen? So, you know, that's the thing. And, and the whole um, Monday to Friday, nine to five, I've lived it. I, I did, you know, corporate banking for 12 years. And I realized one day, I actually, if I really listened to my heart, I felt like a caged tiger. And one yeah. day I just thought, you got to get out, man. You like, you can rewrite the rules. You don't have to conform. You don't have to fall in the line. You can go and make your own rules. Like, step out of the queue, Michelle. Like, one day I just listened to myself and I thought, right, it's time to get out of this queue and you go and do your own thing and, you know, march to your own beat kind of thing. And that's the key, isn't it? If you, you can, you can not do it and have regret for the rest of your life, or you can do it, potentially fail. But do it and at least say you gave it a go. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like don't be afraid of your fails. Your fails are your biggest learnings. And I look at mine in this, you know, all these things that I've done and it's thanks to the fails that make you more bulletproof because you've got to go back to the drawing board and you've got to start again sometimes. And, like, oh, there's just so much value in that. you you got to look at them as a godsend because sometimes it's the fails in the prep phase that save your life now after 240 days rowing across an ocean it's still incredible to say it it's such an inspiration you really are now i know you're a public speaker we'll talk about that in a sec but what i want to uh what i want to know is you, you how have you adapted to, to land life i know that in all seriousness once you got out of the boat you really did struggle to walk up the up the wharf <laughs> yeah, the, the struggle was real. You, um, It's quite crazy. Yeah? You think I've been on land for, you know, all my life and then uh, all of a sudden land feels so foreign when you step on it after just 240 days. So it was, um, uh, you know, you do feel quite unstable and you feel quite nauseous. I don't suffer with seasickness, but uh, it was like I suffered with land sickness when I got off the boat and I just wanted to be on something that was rocking gently you know? <laughs> and I, sorry yeah no it's it's uh, you know it took me about four days to regain my stability now I know you were craving along the lines of your fantastic cuisine that you ate you were craving pancakes when you got back you must have gone absolutely mental with the food when you got back to shore oh I, I put on eight so I lost 19 kilos in my journey and I have been home for seven weeks and I've put on eight. <laughs> now, I noticed the other day, I'm going to give away, because you do have a YouTube channel, so you're really easy to, to stalk, I mean research. Um, you you are back into fitness again, obviously, because you, you've got the Sydney to Hobart uh, coming up and you're back into your fitness and you do look like the sort of person that can trim down very quickly. So how much physical work did you need to put in before you went on this uh, little paddle? Um, yeah, I had to change what I did um, and make it very event specific. So uh, we, I spent a lot of time hanging, gripping, uh, a lot of time. Um, so my trainer who wrote the program for me, he said, just go and play in a hanging gym as, as an adjunct to the program. So he said, get, you know, your extensors, your forearms, your grippers, get them really used to being overloaded so that when you are grabbing the oars, it's going to be nothing compared to hanging off your, you know, all your body weight off those little de tendons and ligaments. So I spent a lot of time hanging, 
climbing, which they've created another monster right there. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then I've, you know, I did a lot of strength work. So, um, you know, with a barbell, I spent a lot of time doing very slow, controlled, um, uh, you know, weighted deadlifts and squats and uh, good mornings, all that sort of stuff. So it's sort of almost back to basic, but um, very slow, very controlled, and you know, a lot of time under tension basically was, um, in, in a little bit of power stuff. So it was a really good program because I never suffered with one soreness out there. I never woke up once going, Oh, I feel like I've just rode a marathon yesterday. Or so I suffered with no DOMS, none of the, you know, usual delayed onset muscle soreness that you get when you've done something, you know, a bit unusual. And, um, so yeah, I, my program was absolutely perfect. Just a Are you planning besides the Sydney to Hobart? Is there something else on the horizon that you can talk about that you're planning? Um. Oh, well, there's, there's little a dozen whisper, things. <laughs> little whispers of um of the Indian Ocean. There's little whispers sort of uh, in my head, and because that would be quite nice, wouldn't it? You've got done the Atlantic, you've done the Pacific, and you just do the uh, do the Indian, and you've kind of you know there's done the world. So um, there, the, that, there's a little whisper in my head going on there. And then um, there's a lot of hiking that I, I really, really want to do. You know, the Santiago de Camino, my friend is over there doing it now. I should be with her. But honestly, my body was not ready. As soon as I came back, she was leaving in three weeks to do um, a 1,000-kilometre trek where she's doing 25 and 30 k's per day for 30 days. And um, my body just was not ready for that. So I had to, um, you know, massive FOMO saying, no, I can't get there. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, I've got lots of hiking um, stuff on my mind and um, it's another passion. So, and now my friend is also getting me outdoor climbing. So we're looking at, you know, sort of outdoor rock faces and stuff like that. They will be unstoppable. I'm thinking you might end up back at the bank, but not as a clerk uh, doing public speaking because you're doing that at the moment. If somebody's interested in booking you for a, obviously what would be a, a very easy motivational uh, seminar, can, is there somewhere they can contact you, Michelle? Uh, yes, and for really quick professional responses, please go to Encore Speakers. Go to uh, my agent, Michael. He responds way quicker than I ever would. So, um, yeah, if they go to Encore Speakers, uh, Michael Arnott, he will um, be in touch with them as quickly as possible. Look, I, I know I've had a little bit of fun with this interview, but at the end of the day, what, what you've done is absolutely extraordinary and inspirational. Do you feel like a role model? Have, have people come up to you since this has been done? And because this one got a this one got a lot of publicity here in Australia. Have people come up and and suggested that 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 you've become a bit of a role model to them? Um, look, I've had some beautiful emails and you know people reaching out. Uh, just saying to me, you know, thanks to you, I've now gone and got myself the van and I'm going to go and travel around Australia. Thanks to you, I'm 60 years old and I've learnt to swim. I've finally just thought I'm going to do it. So you get beautiful emails, you know, and another um, father wrote me an email saying, wow, my 16-year-old has been unreachable. We haven't been able to connect with her for the last couple of years she's heard your story and this is from the US so this little this young ladies in the US and the father wrote to me to say um thanks to your story she has just come alive he said she's just like come out of a shell and we've got her back so you know those stories are I can't even explain 
um, how how good they make you feel, and and you think, wow, you're impacting people um, in uh, in ways that you could never imagine, and you know, around the globe. So. Um, yeah, there's a bit of a responsibility with that. I think, you know, I've got to share my story. I've got to share, you know, how I overcame, you know, anxiety and, um, the senses of overwhelm and sometimes despair because they're huge in, in our communities right now. They're huge in schools. You know, all my friends have children in the, um, teenage years and the amount of struggle with mental health right now from, you know, just what I'm hearing in my very small circle is huge. So I think my story can help um, people to, you know, develop the toolbox, you know, become a little bit more proactive, to know that there is help, to know that we are empowered, we we have everything we need. We just sometimes need to know how, you know, build the toolbox. Michelle, Michelle, we're completely out of... Michelle Lee there. Absolutely fascinating, guys. She enjoyed that. Yeah. Very good. I really enjoyed chatting with her. What an inspirational individual she is. Yeah, quite amazing what she did and what goes on. Yeah. And the planning that goes into that sort of thing. And if you you get the chance, go and have a look at her Facebook page. She's put up uh, vlogs for every second or third day of her travel. The swell she is in in that rowboat. Forget that. I mean, it's seven point seven meters. It's not. It's not a kayak. You know what I mean? It's that's a, bigger than your sailboat. Bigger, it actually is bigger than my sailboat, sure. to be honest with you. But yeah, so it's a. It's a real. It's a. It's. A, it's designed for that, and it's got a cabin. Yeah. Well, a cabin's probably overstating and it. But Dominic Geno had a lot to do with her trip too. He he's, did. He's, and, and in the, the start of the interview, we uh, thanked him very much for – because he arranged all that for us too. Yes. He set all that interview up. Mm. So, Dom, thank you. I really, really enjoyed chatting with her. It's a, a, um, an amazing individual. <laughs> what? What have I, I said wrong? I was waiting for you to say, well, I better put a set of oars on my sailboat along with a motor from uh, Blake's Marine. No, he bought a pass on. He's got a pass on. <laughs> Why you laugh, Grasshopper? I get his head of you. <sighs> yeah, friends. Friends. <laughs> anyone anyone out there who knows where I can get some good, cheap friends, I can pay cash, please ring Brendan and just tell him. Oh, because... Aren't you going to put him on after pay? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I love after pay. I just smashed it up again. I've bought a whole heap of stuff and the great thing about doing it on afterpay is the minister for finance doesn't find out until too late it's gone through the system so it works really well right <laughs> should buy it for her for mother's day no she's she's awesome she just you know we're, we're, there's no dramas with that but i've got fire extinguishers coming i've got brand new flares coming i've got uh uh, oh yeah, reminds me when we do sail up to Pitwater, got a little packet package for you too. All <laughs> the old flares. <laughs> That's right. That's a present for saying thank, thank you. you. You can keep your old flares on board the boat because yeah, if I'm you've got to. the new flares and you exhaust them, you've still got the others, and eighty percent of the time they'll work. They'll work. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's my thought process. It's not, you don't have to get them off the boat when you're out of date mm. as long as you've got an in date set as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we've, we're ticking off as many boxes as we can. It should be a lot of fun. Well, if you want to get Maritime excited, pull out the old flares first, and they go, oh, beauty. I say, oh, he's the new one still. <laughs> <laughs> so you would do that too, wouldn't you? Yeah. You would absolutely do that. Such, Especially if it was Rory. Morning, Rory O'Hara. <laughs> such a stirrer. Okay, it's news time at 6 o'clock. We'll be back with the last hour of today's program right after that. Hope you're enjoying.